welcome to another edition of the Best of Fives. Today we are talking about the best five places in Disney to get a drink. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by uh, the godfather of Neozaz, Matt. Oh, I feel like I'm magically whisked away to that wonderful enchanted land with the music you're playing in the background. This sounds very Star Trekky. I feel like I should be doing this on my phone, like sitting outside the perimeter of Disney World, which I could just get to, like just get at the edge where they can't kick me off property because I'm not actually there. What do they kick you off? I would assume they would. Oh, me, they would. You, they would. Yeah, yeah. The, the Disney Gestapo. Right. Yeah. Well, there's like, this is. I don't even know why I'm thinking this, but there's like. I passed under this. I, I'm thinking it because I pass under it every day on the way to work. There's the big "Welcome to Walt Disney World" sign that everybody used to stop and take their picture. Now it's like completely marred and spotted with signs that says "Do not stop, no parking, no stopping, violators will be fined." So it's like kind of ruins the sign. So I'm thinking if that's where I went to pull over and called you, something would probably happen. <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about. It's like a, it's like just like a gate, and then there's like a pic, there's like a cartoon yep, of like there's Mickey. like there's. Yeah, there's like Mickey in the middle, Minnie on the right, Donald on the left, or something like that. They actually rotate them out throughout the every. I want to say like once a year at best. But yeah, that's that's the gate I'm talking about. Why do people stop and take their picture there anyway if they're going into Disney? World? I know, I I don't I don't know. It's the same same reason people stop and get their picture taken at the Las Vegas Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. Because it's like proof that you're there yeah i guess in, you know in case no one believed you dropped eight grand to take your family for a week to disney world you had to stop and take a free picture yeah i don't, I don't get that gate like isn't the eight million pictures you're going to take of your family in front of the the castle yeah proof that you're at disney world checking like, into every attraction until your phone dies at one o'clock and then you can't check in anymore on facebook isn't that enough yeah, you nailed that. That's that's exactly the way that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> well, Matt and I, as you can tell, uh, really in, enjoy theme parks, and we also very much enjoy beer. Yes, and not just beer. I'm not going to just say beer because I don't know what's on your list, and you don't know what's on mine. But there are people that have well documented the fact that you can. Get a few very good adult beverages on Disney property, and I think between the two of us, you you've had more experience with us than a lot of than than I have. A lot of people do this drinking around the world. <laughs> I didn't even really put that into consideration in this list. So what what does that entail? That is going around the World Showcase at Epcot and stopping at every place, every country that serves alcohol, which I think is just about every country, including a few little drink stands for like countries that are represented in getting a drink. And there's a whole unofficial thing for it. You can find websites. You can get a map. You can get a T-shirt made where the as you get a drink, the you'll mark off the back of your shirt. I think the Epcot employees actually were doing that at one point, but I understand. I don't know. I don't know as many people that work at Disney as I used to. I think that's been frowned upon over the past couple of years. They don't like to encourage that particular behavior, but you can still wear the shirt, get your friend to mark off the country. And then just it's we, me, Quentin, Dave from uh, trailer pod boys, Quentin and I from catacombs of Halloween Horror nights. We did it one year. And it wasn't good enough for us. No, no, no. We It wasn't good enough getting two dozen drinks. Well, that's an exaggeration, but a lot of drinks 
in Epcot, we decided to take it one step further and board the monorail and stop at every hotel, every bar that we could get into. We couldn't get into Victoria and Albert's and the super fancy one at, uh, at, at the top of the contemporary and get a drink at every restaurant along the monorail. And then after that, I was completely, absolutely, positively done. <laughs> and by done, you mean like passed out? Like done. Like I don't remember. I, I remember us getting dinner at the burger joint at uh, in the contemporary and then between eating and getting down to the car when my wife picked us up like i remember getting in the car and i remember waking up in the bed to those two playing guitar hero in my living room i don't know what happened really in between those two things but your pants were undone (laughs) well that usually happens when those guys are here i think i was tucked <laughs> well, okay, so that's good. And I've done some similar things just on my own, not to that scale. Like I'm gonna like I love and I, and I, and I think you do too. I love to try everything. Yeah, I don't care how good or bad it is. I want I want to check things off on my own in my own way from around the world. And you can do that there. They have some of the worst beer that you would ever want to get there. That's true. And I've had them. And it's yeah. you have to. There's some really awful things there, but it's something to check off the list. Yeah, right. And I saw guys doing that with the T-shirts and stuff like that, and I can see why they wouldn't want Disney people going, go for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing, they're swimming in that lake. <laughs> they're trying to trying to get out to the abandoned, uh, the one that was on Amy's list for the abandoned attractions. The, that, oh, I forgot the island already. I just edited this last night. What the heck was that called? Oh, um, Discovery Island. Yeah, yeah, trying, yeah. That would have been better. Joke would have went 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 much better if I remembered the name. <laughs> and all this reminds me of as soon as like this was your idea. I'd like to point that out too. Like as soon as we started talking about doing these lists, best of five. I don't remember. Like, it must have been a weekend. Quentin Daver here, <laughs> and your pants are on down. Yeah, right. Now you you were like you, you know we should do the the best five places to get a drink in Disney, and I was like that's perfect for this idea um and the next thing i thought of was the episode of roseanne when the connors go to disney world and dan john goodman finds out that there's no beer sold in the magic kingdom and there's a shot of everyone running into the magic kingdom and him running out (laughs) yeah and he gets to Epcot and he's like, they're all standing around and he's like, is this the beer line? And they're like, no, we're just looking at Spaceship Earth. And he's like, <laughs> so I'll have to put that on. That's great. <laughs> Spe- nothing's cooler than Dan Connor. Speaking of no drinking in theme parks, and this isn't really about this episode, but it, it's, it's a tie in that stuff at Neo's as the Halloween Horror Nights is upon us and I'm not even through the list of drinks you can get there. And that's a special Quint and I are doing. We're going to list the drinks and the food as well. Nice. We're headed out to uh, Universal Studios Hollywood this weekend. Uh, their Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. it's a dry event. What? I have never, exp- I have been going to Halloween Horror Nights for 16 years and I've not once started the night without a slight buzz on. I don't get hammered because. The event is don't want to you don't want to be off balance and not have your wits about you. But I can't imagine going in completely stone cold sober next week or this weekend. 
That's strange. It's very strange. And it's what's even stranger is it's not a dry park like Magic Kingdom. I mean, they have a Springfield just like they have here. They have a Duff Garden, so they have Duff beer. They have a beer at every food stand. It's, you know, like it is that Universal here. It's just that they shut it all down for Halloween Horror Nights. Very weird. They're worried about, like, people's behavior. I guess, yeah. I mean, that park is, like, it's it was a movie studio first, and it was made into a theme park. So I don't think it necessarily... And I don't know. This is speculation. I don't think it necessarily accommodates the safety procedures to make sure that everyone's watched and everyone is un- that shouldn't be served alcohol is being served alcohol because it's such a eclectically put together park. So I think just to avoid those problems. And there's a lot, a lot of young people get Halloween our nights. So my theory is just avoid that problem is just shut it down completely and then don't even have to worry about how to accommodate those shortcomings. Right. No, that makes sense. They have City Walk, which is tons of beer there, and it's like it's a lot closer than the City Walk here. So, if you want to drink in a safe environment where you're going to be carted and sure you are of age, you have plenty of opportunity to come and go in and out of the park and do that. Right. All right. Well, I think with our our background uh, secure, we should get to this because I. Think I said on uh, that last Disney centered episode. I feel like I've been to Disney World about thirty times in my life. Mm-hmm. Now, certainly, I wasn't drinking through all of them. <laughs> like at least half of them, I was a child. Um, but just your orange juice out of Orange Bird's head. That's right. If they had a spiked orange <laughs> skull cocktail, oh my god! I I. I'd die and go to heaven, but this is a this is our list. So, like, if you uh, if you ever end up going to to any kind of Disney property with Matt or, or I, we might take you to one of these five places, or hell, maybe all five of them. There you go. So I'll go first. Okay. I'll start with my number five. And I, when I was making this list, I have a lot of stuff written down. I never would have thought that anything other than a beer would have made my top five. Okay. Because I don't drink a lot of liquor. But I was reminded of this, and it was tasty. So my number five, the place is the Champagne and Wine Kiosk in France, in oh. Epic Center. And the drink is a Grand Marnier Orange Slush. Wow. That sounds really good. I don't think I've ever had that one. It's a, it's not a, it's like, it's like, I mean, it's, it's called a kiosk because it's just kind of sitting out there. They have a Grey Goose one, too. Um I don't remember trying that one, but like you're in Florida, it's obviously hot. You're yeah. baking in the sun. There's not a lot of shade in Epcot, and that thing. I'm not a. I tell you, like I'm. I'm a beer guy, but that thing hits the spot. So my number five is the Champagne and Wine Kiosk in France. Nice. Can't believe I'm saying that, but that's my number right. Five. <laughs> what about you? Well, oddly enough, mine start. My list starts at Epcot as well, which is hard. Not to do the law of averages, say any list is going to start a drinking list at Disney Parks is going to start in Epcot. But mine is over at the United Kingdom at the Rose and Crown Pub. It is one of the few full-fledged sit-down bars, not just, well, I guess in Epcot, but in, in a lot of, most of Disney Parks. It is, it's, you, I'm sure you've been there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's big for a theme park bar. Table, not only just a bar, but tables inside the building, uh, English theme, pub theme. I will generally get a Guinness or Boddington's, depending on depending on the weather. If it's if it's stifling hot, it's a Boddington's. If it's a temperate temperature, I'll get a Guinness. 
But they also have a fantastic scotch, scotch selection that Quinn introduced me to our last visit there. So sometimes I'll try something out of that. Uh, and every once in a while, I might get a black and tan or a half and half. Again, depending on well, for those as well as the weather, the black and tan, if it's not super hot, if it is hot, the half and half. So Rose and Crown Pub, United Kingdom, Epcot is my number five. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. That's uh, certainly on my honorable mention list. Because that that section and that ha- and and just everything in that section has a lot of stuff that both you and I enjoy. When you go into the even the gift shops there, it's Monty Python, yep, and Doctor Who, and good British music, and they even have a whole section of English Premier League soccer gear and stuff like that. That is a that is a great section. In fact, the last time we were there, two days in a row. It was a good place to sit because back in a corner of there, if you're ever going, this is definitely worth checking out. They have a, a cover band, and I believe they're called British Revolution or something hmm. like that. And they just play they play only British rock. And they're not impersonators. I hate impersonating bands. I hate that. <laughs> right, yeah. But this is this is just a bunch of talented guys who play whatever you want. Like you you're gonna see the Beatles, obviously, you're going to see the police, you know, you, you, anybody you name that you would want to see that's a British rock band, they're back there and they play like six times a day. And you can go get yourself a Newcastle and go sit on a bench and listen to these guys play. They're really talented. Cool. That's- I don't think I've seen I'm, I may have, but I haven't spent a lot of time seeing it. It sounds familiar. I kind of remember live music in that bar. Now you mentioned it, but I, I don't think I sat and saw much of the set. I've seen them several times, and they're different too. Like we saw them two nights in a row. They're like, "We are British Revolution," and there was only one guy that was the same in the band. <laughs> it's just like they just get a bunch of guys, and they're like, "Whose turn is it tonight?" You know? Right? Yeah. But they were they were good. They did. I think they end with uh, Christy would like it. They end with the uh, friggin' Queen in the Wayne's World. Oh. The, <laughs> what you call it? You know, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I think that's how they end, and they're all head banging and a bunch of. You know, half drunk dudes and then little kids head banging. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, my number four, and this is uh, this is not well. It's it's not technically in the parks, but it's on Disney property, so I'm counting it. Is at the Polynesian Resort, which is a stop on the monorail. So if you did your drinking around the the monorails, you were you were there, I'm sure. And there are two places to eat there, but. This last, no, two times ago, I went to a restaurant there called Ohana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And they have the best Hawaiian beer that you can get, which is Kona. And with the meal there, this paired perfectly, uh, I would get a cocoa brown ale to go with the amazing food that you get at both the, uh, at Ohana and the Luau that you attend at the Polynesian. We went there once and they're bringing you to your table meats on a spit. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, it was like beef, pork, chicken, shrimp. They had these pork dumplings. Uh, They had this pineapple coconut bread that they make. Mm, Yes. And the, the dessert was, it was a, it was like a bananas foster bread pudding. And you wash all that down with a brown ale and a, <laughs> and a good one by Kona, Cocoa Brown Ale. That's a good way to spend a night and not be able to walk because you're so freaking bloated 
right. But my number four is uh, I'll, I'll stick with Ohana at the Pol- Polynesian Resort. Okay, cool. Cool. I have one on my list coming up. It's not the next one, but I have one. It's I go I go there to go there, not necessarily because what they have to drink. So that's kind of cool that we we're going the same same route, not necessarily for what to drink, but where to drink. Good. So okay, but my number four. It's back over at Animal Kingdom. It's the Dawa Bar in Africa, and mainly this actually is one of the few things to get what they have to drink. Now this is. When I say it's the best beer they have on property, that is true, but it is not necessarily a great beer. It's like if I want to have a beer, if I'm at Animal Kingdom, I know I can get this there. It's their Safari Amber. It's one of the very few in the park that I'm aware of that is a a brew made specifically for Walt Disney World, and in this case for Animal Kingdom. That's a, that is a cool area. Is that How close is that? I know you're a big... Um, Expedition Everest guy. How close is that to there? It is. Oh, what it's. I'm trying to think of the proximity of it. Here's where is that? That is. If I oh man, if I remember right, it's more towards the uh, Kilimanjaro tour side. It's okay. not near Everest. I think. I because Everest is really it's in a, it's in the Asia section of the park. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this would be more in the Africa section. Right, yes. So it's the um it's an amber beer. It's no better than like an amber bock, really, which is what who does that? Budweiser or Michelob? I forget which one. Michelob. Michelob. It's really not much better than that, if at all. But it's also the beer I used to enjoy speaking of Everest. That's funny you put the lead in there. It's it's the beer I would get after the Expedition Everest Challenge when it existed. Unfortunately, the last one was this year and there's doesn't seem to be any kind of replacement in Animal Kingdom for that race, but it was a it was a 5K and a scavenger hunt at night. I did a whole special on the last one on Neo's as if you want to get the the details and the recording of it. It was a great race, and at the end, I would go to the restaurant in that's like right outside the uh, dinosaur area and get a big greasy burger, big side of fries, and a Savari Amber after every race. And I had done that for the four years I ran the race, so. A bit of a special, it was like a special occasion beer on top of that. That was the one I would get after the race. But now the race is gone, and I've been to Animal Kingdom more than once, and probably no need to go for another five years because once you go twice, you've pretty much done everything and then some. And you don't get sick, like you wouldn't get sick after running all that time and then eating a burger, like more so than the beer, even. No, not really. Um, well, by the time you finish the race, you finish the race out in the parking lot, and then you walk yourself into the park party so you don't get trammed in there so you every at least for me by the time i got there my heart rate was back down i had stopped sweating profusely and now just in the normal florida heat sweat so i was like my my body chemistry was more or less back to normal i mean i had you got the uh what is it in your your but the soreness that gets into your legs i can't remember what the heck that stuff is because it's like a certain chemical but other than that my body everything's fairly back to normal at that point by the time i get to the restaurant okay i had i have i mean i doubt this hearing that this is on your list i think i can safely say this won't be on your list it was a honorable mention for me right outside and and i always thought this was weird especially in florida right outside expedition everest there's a little it's not even a kiosk it just looks like a 
it's like a cooler that they have a guy stand <laughs> sell beer right outside, like when you walk off. Right. And they only sell this beer because of the name of it. And it's an awesome beer. It's a fantastic beer to drink at Thanksgiving when it's 40 degrees and it's cold. This is nothing I would want to drink in 95 <laughs> degrees after I got off a freaking roller coaster that makes me sick. And it's Great Divides Yeti. Oh, yeah. I've had that. Not there. I've had it. But yeah, you're right. That's not a beer to have in the middle of the heat. It's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I saw that there, and I love that beer. It's a fantastic beer. Great Divide makes tons of great stuff. But you know the only reason it's there is because it's called Yeti. Right, right. I, I didn't even know they sold that. I never even looked in that bin. Who's drinking that? That's a stout. Who's drinking that? Right, right, right in, in hundred degree heat. I mean, I guess some guys do. I'm not man enough to do that. I drink, I drink things based on temperature a yeah. lot. That's uh. <laughs> I do too. That's what I was talking about with the uh, the the British pub, the Rose and Crown. I mean, I won't get a Guinness when I walk in from 102 degree weather, but I will when it's like 70 or even even 60, which. That does happen. As rare as it happens, it does. Right. It's probably when everyone from Florida goes to the park. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> All right. So we're up to number three. Yep. All right. My number three, this is not going to be a surprise for anybody that's ever been to Disney World and spent any time there. If you're going to go get a beer. Where do you go? You go to Germany. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the technical name of it is just the beer garden restaurant. Yeah. But in there, they have lots of different things. They have flights and stuff like that. But if I had to pick one thing, it's the Altenmünster Oktoberfest. Um, and it's the kind of thing, too, where like you're talking about the place that you're going. The ambiance in there is killer. Now, I've never been to Germany. And I've certainly not been there at Oktoberfest. I'm sure that this is nothing like what it's really like. But while you're there, it seems pretty damn cool. They got the Oom Papa band going. They get you singing along. They get you clinking your glasses. It's community tables. We ended up sitting with some guys, some family from Cincinnati the one time. And it was great. Like, yeah. <laughs> talking to this guy, we started talking about the Reds and the Phillies. And it's like, you oh, cool. just, you, you, you sit there, they have the flags of all the counties all around you. And the, the it's like at all the places in Epcot, the, the waiters and waitresses, they're from Germany. And you start talking to these people and it's like, you're a tourist and yeah, you're doing touristy things, but it feels kind of cool. And I love German culture and they kind of have their own little encapsulation of it there. Right. And and the Altenmunsters, it's a great beer. So that's uh, that's my number three. Nice. Hey, that one is not on my list. In fact, I don't even really think I thought about that till you mentioned it. And I probably should have been, but I made my list, so I'll stick to it. Okay. My number three, this is like this is almost the the ironic one on the list. They're, it's such a mess to look at. It's like you look at it and just wonder how is this thing on Disney property? Most of their beer, if not all their beers, are in bottles and cans. It it is the at the Contemporary Hotel. It's the Outer Rim Bar. Hmm. Have you ever been to that? I've stayed at the uh, Bay Lake Tower right next. Oh, to the okay. Very twice, and I've never been to this place, so no, I have no idea. Yeah, this is in the triangular Jetson-looking building. 
Right. It's, and, the, and the place that I stayed is right next to it. Like when we get the monorail, we go into the contemporary and get on there. Where is this place? This is, it's, it's actually on the same level as Chef Mickey and where the steakhouse used to be, which I think is now that self-serve fat, uh, quick service burger fry thing place now. I know what you're talking about. That's right next to Chef Mickey's. You can just go in there and get like a drink and yep. stuff like that. It is. It's small. It's a like I said. It's just a mess. It's like it's glitter. It's it's. It, they couldn't decide if it's 50s, 60s, or 70s sci-fi. So they did a little bit of everything in this mishmash of just ridiculousness. You just everywhere you turn, there's just something else. You're just shaking your head, going, "I can't believe this is on Disney property. This is so awesomely bad." I just like to get, go in there. Get last thing I got there because there was like nothing else. They had nothing else. That it was towards the end of the night, towards their closing. They, it closes early too, if I remember right. Maybe it was the night we were there. It might have been the night we were there. The guy did not have a fresh stock. The only thing that was a, I could get my hands on was a Molson Ice or Molson Canadian. I'm sorry, Molson yeah. Canadian. So I'm walking around this little spot, just laughing at the seats, the the carpet, the gold glitter giant freaking pole or a green glitter pole with a sign that looks like it was slapped together out of four different signs it's just it is such a hilarious mess to me that i whenever we're on the monorail and we have the time or for whatever reason we're near the contemporary i try to swing by if we have time i don't really go much out of my way but if there's time and we're in the area i have to stop by there and just take a look and ask what beers they have because that's always funny too (laughs) that's funny yeah, the contemporary, like when we were little and used to go to Disney World every summer, it was like when you got on, on the monorail and you went through the contemporary, it was like, oh my God, look at this place. And now it's like really contemporary <laughs> yeah. to the 70s. Yep. It's, 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 it's like it, this used to be contemporary. Now it's like postmodernism. Yep. Or something yeah, like yeah. That. Now it's, it's, it's now retro. So it's, it's like retro is the new modern again. Yeah, so it's it's in style again for now until that wears off. Then they got to do something. Yeah, it's almost like campy. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know. I wouldn't even have thought of that. I mean, that place was certainly in within walking distance of where we stayed, yep. and they do have that thing, like you said, you have to have a special key you can get on top there. There's like a, it's like top of the world or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We Christy and I had stayed an anniversary in a. We actually stayed in a really nice uh, suite. In that it wasn't in that building. We didn't realize it was in that building. I'd always had always wanted to stay in that building. I didn't realize inside that building is like their I don't want to say economy rooms, but they're they're less expensive rooms. And I I booked a suite, a junior suite. And I don't have a suite, Disney suite money by any means. I had to go with the junior suite. And we didn't realize I was in another building. So I was a little disappointed, but it was kind of cool to see all the other stuff I'd never seen in that building before since we had a property key. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that that place is expensive just because of how close it is. Right. It's not even that it's like a nice place anymore. It's just like (laughs) you're that close. So it's it is convenient. It was convenient getting going out and coming back. Yeah, it's you don't get much more convenient than the monorail. And they have Molson ice. (laughs) How can you go wrong? (laughs) Yeah. And high lie in a can. (laughs) Jeez. All right. Well, that was a, that, it's good that they have highlight. I mean, like I was, that's one of the things I know you do this too. When I go somewhere, I want to get something local. Yep. So when I go to Florida, I want to, I want to get Florida beers. Like I want to drink cigar city. Yeah. Even 
even if I've had highlight and, and, and stuff like that before, like like uh, the last time I was there, lucky lucky enough to be able to stay with you guys, and what, the best meal I think I had was that taco place. Oh yeah, yeah, Jimmy Hula's. That's not far from your house because yeah. not only was was the food good, they had all kinds of Florida beers there that I had never seen before. Yep. And that to me makes a good thing. So it, it is good that you can get Cigar City and stuff like that. True. True, yes. That actually leads me into my number two. All right. My number two, the place, is the Big River Grill at Disney's Boardwalk. Okay. Now, the reason I chose this is because it is an actual brewery. Right. And there are others around. I think we were talking about this, and I think Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so just thinking that, that conversation, yeah. There's one in Nashville? Yep. I think there might be two in Tennessee and this one. So it's a big river grills. It's it's like what it's like any brew pub that you would go into. You can get a flight, and their flight pretty much consists of everything they make, mm. which is good. Yeah, we had to take a special trip. I mean, Disney's Boardwalk is a little bit out of the way, but if you're staying on Disney property, nothing's that far out of the way. True. So if you're there. I suggest going there because the beer was excellent. Um, I got a flight. I'll tell you what was in the flight. Their claim to fame, and they say their award-winning winning beer, is uh, it's called Big River Rocket Red. It's just like you think it's a red ale. Mm-hmm. The Southern Flyer Lager, which is just their plain old lager. Gadzooks Pilsner. They have a Belgian Strong, and they have a Steamboat Golden. And it was five, It was all five of those things, and there was something else that was like a seasonal thing. It was something fruity that I didn't like, but mm. it was like six things, you know, like, like we went there just to drink. Right. Right. And it was right. worth the trip. So if you're staying on Disney property, in my opinion, the, the second best place to get something to drink in Disney is the big river grill at Disney's boardwalk. Nice. All right. I'm not sure I've ever actually been there. I've known it's existed, but I don't think so, I've gotten there yet. What else is there too is that ESPN zone. Yeah, and oddly enough, I'll stop you right there because that is my number two. Really? It is my number two, yep. It is, and it's mainly because that is a fun place to go during in the midst of a sports season if, you're, if it's a sport you're into. Mine is hockey. My neighbor and friend that lives right across the backyard, Joe, is the videotape. He does all the video work on those screens and whatnot and events in that building and uh so that's why i first went to visit it years years ago had a great time good beer the food's not bad but seeing being able to normally you'll see especially a philadelphia fan as you know you get a philadelphia game going in my case the flyers and the philadelphians that are in the area all flock to it so it's nice to every once in a while go there get a couple of beers and watch a hockey game in a room full of Philadelphia Flyers fans. That is cool. I mean, and, and I remember you telling me that that now about your your neighbor having done the the tech work and stuff in yep. there. I've never been in there. Oh, you'd like it. You'd like. Uh, uh, here's the thing, though. So ha- a game has to be going on. If you go in on a Monday at three o'clock, if they're even open, uh, let's say Saturday at, at two o'clock. And no big, no any kind of game is going on. It is a ghost town, and everything is turned off. At best, you'll have like maybe 
a woman's golf game on the big screen because that's the only thing on the air at the time. <laughs> Ooh, Michelle Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing like I know who that is. <laughs> that's funny. But when there's a big sport, when you're in the midst of a sports season, like right now football season is going on, hockey, the real hockey season is about to start. If it hasn't, it might well probably start by the time this episode's out. Mm-hmm. I will probably go out there two, three times during hockey season when, when I know there's a uh, Flyers game being aired there so it, that's that's a lot of fun again this, this is a this is a mix i mean the, like i said the beer selection is good you can get a decent meal it's it's bar food it's sports bar food but it's good it's on disney property but the atmosphere like i said i don't get many chances to watch hockey with a room full of similar fans so that's where i go because i know they're going to be there that's cool that's probably i mean do you think the people that are going to see these are residents or they're tourists that happen to be on vacation and it's like they're Flyers fans so it's like I'm sick of going to the park with my kids and I'm going <laughs> there tonight. It might be. I know I never really thought about it. It may be a good mix of both. I really don't know, but I I'm sure I mean I'm sure it's not mostly locals. If if anything I would hazard a guess it's mostly vacationers and the rest are filled in with locals. I'm not really sure. Maybe when I, because usually I end up talking to somebody on either side of you. Maybe I'll, I'll remember to ask if they're visiting or if they're local. Yeah. yeah I'll find out. I'll see, I'll be, see what I can find out. Because it's like anytime you go there, you see sports shirts from not only <laughs> all over this country, like all over the world. Yep. And it's it's kind of cool to see that people are kind of wearing their colors. So, there's got to be people there from any, like wherever you're from. If you're listening to this, when you're at Disney World, there's other people there that are from your place. Yep. So if you're going to go, like if you're from Edmonton and you're like, I'm going to watch the game, there's going to be other Oilers fans there. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be. Because everybody, I mean, it's, it's Disney World. People are from all over the world. In fact, when we went the last time, my son and I had a bet if he could find a person wearing a hat or a shirt from every major league baseball team, all 30 of them. And he found 29 out of 30. Oh, I can't believe he didn't find 30. Can't believe nope. he got that close. And the one he didn't find, he had a theory. The one he didn't find was the Anaheim angels. And he thinks it's because people from Anaheim wouldn't necessarily go to Orlando to go to Disney world. That's probably true. That's probably the, yeah, that's probably the least percentage. Yeah, we had a bet. He had to find he had to find all thirty major league baseball teams before I found one person wearing anything with the Montreal Expos. <laughs> and I didn't see anybody with the Expos and he found twenty nine out of thirty. That's so crazy. We called it a push. Okay, yeah. That's all fair. Right, ESPN zone. Yeah, that that's a chain too, right there. Like there's probably one like New York City and Yeah, other. probably, yeah. So could you get Florida beers there? You think in general, or is it just like whatever? There probably is. You know, I don't even really remember because they have a Sam Adams. So that's like, I'll sit there and I can drink Sam Adams no matter what. I don't even need to look at the rest of the menu. Right. So, but the, uh, no, I don't know though now. I mean, there's a, you saw it being built. It's done. It opens next week, probably after, well after this is out or well before this is out. I'm, what we're doing that time loop thing. I don't know how what we're. It's probably open by the time people hear this. The NBC Sports Grill at City Walk is opening, and that is got a wall of like a hundred taps and like ten beers made just for that location, and even more screens. So yes, this might be the last we speak of ESPN Zone. 
<laughs> so, so you, you even though it's your number two, you're probably never going. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So the things they're going to make for this NBC Grill, they're actually brewed for Universal. The rumor is there's like ten or a dozen. No one knows a number, but they have a uh, a very I, I, happy contract. I, I couldn't find the right word with Florida brewing company they do duff they do all the harry potter beers it's it's actually really interesting to me i've tried every time i see florida brewing company in a store i grab it because i enjoy their theme park stuff so much i really don't care for their retail stuff but their theme park stuff is at universal is top notch so i don't know how i don't know if it's a rumor or if they if people are piecing stuff together they know for sure because i haven't read any source material but the Rumor that seems to be floating around from site to site that I hear over and over again that there's anywhere between 10 and a dozen beers being done by Florida Brewing Company for this new place because they're going to have like 100 on tap or something, whatever the outrageous number is. Wow. I'll yeah. find out this time next week. Florida's not known for their beer. No. Um, other than Cigar City out of Tampa, anything else you're naming is is kind of small. In fact, that's why I like that taco thing because I found I had something. It was like a Key West wheat or something like that. You know, I, I can't remember who made it. I have it written down somewhere because I write them all down because I'm a dork. <laughs> but on the back of my whammy piece of paper, that's right. That is a, that is a callback. <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm I'm this is good. We've had eight and no repeats. And I don't think we'll have a repeat on number one because I don't think you've been to this my my last one. I'll tell you, I'll get, I'll, I'll tease it a little bit before you get to yours. Mine is a, an event. Oh well, then I definitely haven't been there. All right, well let's get to the number ones then. My number one, and this took no thought from me uh, as soon as as soon as you brought this up. You know, like I mean, if you're making a list of anything, something always pops into your head first. And this is the thing that popped into my head first. And there never was a doubt in my mind that this was going to be number one. The place is La Cellier <laughs> in Canada, also in Epcot. Yep. The official name is La Cellier Steakhouse. And they have the, to me, the best, the best, best, best beer you can buy on Disney property. And it's anything by uh, Unibrew. I was going to say Moosehead. Yeah, right. You can get, you can get Moosehead and again. Yep. What else can you get there? They don't have they don't have Molson there. They have Moosehead and they have Labatt. Labatt, yeah, yeah. But I don't I, mean, I don't know why you would get that when they have Unibrew there. They have a flight that I got, and it was. I mean, the food, notwithstanding, it's it's one of the best steaks, uh, if not the best steak I ever had in my life. I was just gonna say, on top of that, it is one of the best places to eat, and I've got. Oh, it's it's insane! It's insanely expensive. Christy and I usually bounce between that is my choice to go to, and hers is Japan. So we usually alternate between visits. Well, sit down, have yourself the best steak, one of the best steaks you're ever going to have, and sit there and get this uh, this flight. It's only three things, but it's three great things, including trois pistous. I even said in French there. Did you hear that? That was impressive. Yeah, or Trois Pistoles. Not so much that time. Okay. <laughs> Pistoles, Blanche de Chamblay, and Ephemer. Listen to me. That's impressive. 
Um, that's in the flight. It's a great flight. You can't go wrong with anything they make. Besides that, you can get other things. You know, just just on tap. They have ma. I don't. I mean, I always say maudite. I'm sure it's modite or something like that. And possibly the best beer that you can get. I, I'm, I'm not saying possibly. This is the best beer you can buy with your feet in Disney property. It's there. You can get La Fin du Monde at the Canada Pavilion in La Cellier Steakhouse. And that is my number one best place to go and best thing to get in Disney. All right. Well, very good. Okay, mine is a little different. I think it still counts. It is a place, but it's an event. So the place is Disney Hollywood Studios or whatever the hell its name is now. That's what it's called. Okay. It's, I know they're changing it again to God knows what. And the event is Star Wars Weekends. Mm. And obviously, most likely, anyone listening to this knows our fandom for Star Wars. If, if, if you're just tuning in because you like to drink at Disney, we do a show called Star Wars in Character. We've been doing it for four years. Star Wars Weekends, they always feature... Signature mixed drinks that are Star Wars themed. I'm not a big alcohol drinker. I'm not necessarily a mixed drink drinker, but I'm a sucker for these drinks and cannot resist. And I had all four this year, two on the one weekend I went, two on the following. I even wrote down what the drinks were this year. <laughs> and it starts off with the Endor, which is a green drink. It start it has Midori, blue, what is that? Kurakawa. Is that how you say that? I think that's it. That's all I'll say. Kurakawa. Apple pucker and sweet and sour. Then there's the Alderaan, which is blue. That was my favorite one, by the way. The Alderaan has black rum, blue caracao again, and cranberry juice. The Mustafar, which was red, which has Stoli's, uh, cranberry juice, sweet and sour, and chambard, whatever the hell that is. And finally, the Tatooine, which was yellow. This was actually my least favorite, although the ingredients seemed like something I would like. And it was because of the coconut rum. There was like that was an overpowering taste. But it was coconut rum, Midori, orange, and pineapple. They're served in a little plastic cup with a little light up, like they call it an ice cube, but it's not cold at all. I have my collection of them right here. I have two Millennium Falcons, a X-Wing fighter, and a Death Star, and I'm turning them off and on as I'm talking. They're probably completely unsanitary when they drop in the middle of your drink, <laughs> but I still, like I said, I'm a sucker for a Star Wars themed drink and can't resist and haven't been able to resist every time I had gone there. And they're not very strong. In fact, after having two back-to-back, absolutely no effect on me. <laughs> I think that's a combination of uh, partial alcoholism and the fact that they're not very strong. And Mostly partial alcoholism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, But still, I paid for them. They're ridiculously priced. They're overpriced. They're full of ice, but I still get them every time. Can't resist them. And that is my number one. Star Wars Weekends, Hollywood Studios, The Signature Drinks, and oddly enough, much like the ESPN one, this might be the last time they have it because I understand that Star Wars Weekends might be going away in place of, what do they call it, Star Wars something. It's like a longer event. So they'll probably have the drinks, but the Star Wars Weekends, the rumor is it's going away. I, I don't know. I don't know. But that is my number one. Nice. All right. Well, that's 10 things and no repeats. Right. I'm impressed. Do you have any other? Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? No, I actually didn't even think of honorable mentions until I was doing uh, notes for the other list, and then I never went back for it. But I, I'm guessing you have. I think you actually mentioned it earlier in the episode. 
I, you know, and I mean, I, I, there's lots of other places you can go. Like we said, you can go there and, and not be short of anything to drink, especially in Epcot. It's not all good though. Right. I mean, purposes of this list, uh, I had Newcastle at the Rosen Crown pub, uh, you know, like they they have pretty much anything a British a standard British ale that you that you would want to get there. There's a cool little place in Port Orleans, the Port Orleans Riverside. It's called the Scat Cat Club, and they just have it's like a little jazz bar, and they have lots of stuff there, including uh, they have uh, Turbo Dog in there. Oh, nice! Which I love. So there's there's little places here and there. Most of the resorts you go, you're going to be able to find something. There's a in uh, Norway, not that there's anything there anymore, really, other than food and drink. They have uh, Einstock, Icelandic uh, white. That's always a good thing to get, mm-hmm. especially especially when it's so freaking hot down there. <laughs> um, and there's a there's another cool. Have you ever eaten at the Fifties Primetime Cafe? Yeah, yeah. They have uh, they have some good stuff in there. Uh, uh, the Cape May Cafe. You can even get beer at Chef Mickey's, I think now. Oh, really? Yeah, like they're they're seeing. I mean, it's not a, even like they're they're loosening their their family, you know, thing. I think it's just that they see that they can make money off it. If they yeah, could I'm make sure. money off it, they wouldn't. I mean, the craft beer culture is a, it continues to explode over the years, and and if they can make money off it, they're going to. I do remember you. Maybe you said the cafe. I do remember getting a mixed drink that I liked, but I can't remember the name of it at the Sci-Fi Drive-In Theater last time I was there. That was really good. Yeah, they have, they they kind of do that same thing, like you said with the stars. It'll be mixed drinks, but it'll be named for yep. you know classic movies. Like you can probably get a drink. I'm guessing. But I bet if we looked on the menu, there's a drink called like the Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Yeah, something. something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's for, and the the foods all name that kind of stuff, right? And that was that's a neat place to go too. To well, I usually we usually eat there and I get a drink with them. We could probably do a whole nother episode on where to eat unique. There. I think a, yeah. I think that's a great idea. There was another drink. This was I I don't think they'll ever do this event again. It was such a, a overbooking disaster last year. Not a disaster in, in the. I mean, the event was great, but there's just too many people for what they offered. It was Villains Unleashed, and Christy had gotten this drink, and I took a little sip of each. It was a double, double, uh, I guess it was Chaser. It wasn't quite a shot. Two Chasers. Ah, what was the name? I don't remember the name, but one was green with like a gummy worm in it, and it was really sweet, little tart. It was like a hero's, it was like, it was like a good and evil drink. Then the second drink she had was completely clear, and it had little uh, pieces of green onion or chives in it, which I thought was really weird until you drank it. And it was like this completely peppery, habanero, spiced, I don't know what drink. It was a crazy uh, what's a duo between the two drinks. It was different. I'd never had that before. I'm not saying I want to have it again, but there was another. that was another event that had a unique drink that was <laughs> memorable. It sounds good, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And then you, if you like spicy, you'd probably like that drink. Yeah, I had one of the best spicy. And this doesn't do Disney, but if you like spicy beers, um, Ballast Point does a habanero sculpin. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it is so good. It's like drinking the juice out of a jar of habanero peppers, mm. but it 
gets you drunk. <laughs> it's so good. It is spicy. All right. Well, these are good lists, and I agree that we should do a food one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think if you hit any of these places along the way, you're going to be happy if, if you're a, a beer guy and, like, you know, I'm surprised that uh, it's not just all beer. I mean, yeah, you're going to try this stuff like like they they generally do everything right. So there's no reason why they wouldn't do this right. Too. True. True. All right, Matt. Even though they are the inferior park right now. That's true. <laughs> well, we can do a, uh, a an addendum with the uh, drinking around Universal. Oh, geez. yeah, I can do that from memory. I don't need notes. I blacked out here. I blacked out there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Best of Fives. And Matt, I think if uh, next time I'm down there, we we should make a pact that we're going to hit. I don't know, at least half of this stuff. Yeah. The next time I'm down. Hey, you you got it. All right. It's on. All right. Every place has a list, but every list, the good list, makes you want to list it as well. <laughs>